Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's The Rush with Tyler McComas and Travis Davidson. Yeah, I was able to, just today is my first time out. I, I thought they looked great. Uh, a ton of energy, which, you know, you always see that with Brent's group. And um, I just thought overall the size was impressive. I thought our D-line was bigger, looked mm-hmm. bigger and stronger. I thought uh, some of the secondary guys I thought looked bigger and looked really good. And uh, so anyway, yeah, you know, I, I thought they looked great. Um, loved it and uh, anxious to you know, to see where it goes and to see the scrimmage uh, this Saturday. Well, there was Bob Stoops on the show yesterday. And, you know, Travis, to to really see how much bigger this defense was from a year ago, all you have to really do is look at a roster, right, and see the 300-pound bodies on the defensive line compared to last year. I, j- just go down the the measurables, and you can tell that this is just overall a bigger defense than what it was a year ago. But still, man, like hearing Bob Stoops say, hey, I went out to practice, and one thing that really stuck out is a lot bigger on the defensive line, a lot bigger in the secondary. And in terms of things that you could really you know, see or tell or your big takeaways from the first five practices of the year, for where OU's going in the future, that's about as positive of – I guess a report as you could probably get so far is, oh, yeah, they look a lot bigger on defense than what they were last year. Yeah, and what I like about it, Tyler, is we got bigger by two different ways, right? We didn't just go load up in the portal and say, hey, we need you know, bigger this, bigger that. We also developed our own players that have been in the system to be bigger, right? You look at a guy like Kelvin Gilliam. Uh, he's you know really big now, came in and added, what, 40, 50 pounds? I think he's 299 now. I mean, you've got Grayson Halton, uh, who added like 30 pounds. Uh, you've got Isaiah Coe, who's put on good weight. You've got a guy like Robert Spears Jennings that's put on good weight. Or Mason uh, Thomas, what did we find out last week? It was yeah, 30, 21 pounds or, 30, or something or 20, like that. Was it 21? Yeah, I mean, it's just incredible. So that's the thing. That's what I like is you're getting guys with experience in the system now that are getting bigger. It's their second year with Schmitty, and they're getting bigger. But then also, you weren't getting anybody that was going to just all of a sudden be as big as Dejon Terry. Like, like you can't, you can't turn, you know, certain defensive linemen into that. Obviously, General Aulu got bigger as well. I don't want to leave him out, but like Dejon Terry, Philip Paya, um, you know, getting big with Rondell Bothroyd and those type of guys, and then bringing in a guy like Reggie Pearson, who plays really big, right? Tyler, who who is a big hitter. So, so I think, I think the fact that we're bigger, like I said, speaks well to the development, but really speaks well to, uh, you know, how we've approached it kind of with a multifaceted uh, uh, kind of strategy. Our Mason Thomas put on 24 pounds since last year. That's that's what was said uh, last week, so not bad. I did the same thing my first year in college, and nobody patted <laughs> me on the back. <laughs> We're drinking so much beer is what they said to you, huh? Beer and fast food will get you to Well, it's uh, that Papa John's uh, that was right across from the dorms. That thing, whew. Well, hey, it's a uh, it's it's a good year to uh, get yourself prepared for the SEC size wise, right up front. It's not something that oh, we go to the SEC next year. Maybe in a physical league like that, 
we should start to maybe find and develop some more 300-pound bodies. It's not something like six months before that you uh, what you want to try to do. So will they be where they need to be coming up next year, a year from now? I don't know. Time will tell. This recruiting class in the next portal cycle will have a lot to say about that. But they're in a much different spot there than where they were a year ago. They are definitely headed in the right direction, size-wise defensively for the, for the SEC, if nothing else. Yeah, and, and you've got to start there, right, Tyler? Like, you can you can have, you know, a guy that's just got great technique, this, that, and the other, like, and if you're on the defensive side of the ball, if you're on the defensive line, right, you can have great technique. If you're small, it doesn't matter. The guy's going to get in and manhandle you. So it's kind of like how I talk about stars in recruiting, right? Like, at minimum, you've got to have talent, right? Like, you've got to have the ingredients to work with. Sure, you can be like Texas and waste the talent. Any amateur chef can screw up, right, some great ingredients. But if you get bad ingredients to begin with, it doesn't matter how good the chef is. It's not going to be the best meal possible. So with that being said, it feels like size is the bare minimum, just like talent is the bare minimum when it comes to recruiting. First uh, first day of full pads at practice today, practice number six. They uh, g- getting it on uh, earlier today in Norman, 24 days away until kickoff, which speaking of 24 days until kickoff, I'm sure that you watched uh, the video of Joe Washington, little Joe, that we have on our Twitter page at KREF Sports. I say it all the time because it's true. The man was Reggie Bush before Reggie Bush was Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush had some incredible highlight plays, but just those two highlight clips as a uh, punt returner, one against USC, the other against Oklahoma State, I don't know if I've seen anyone in my lifetime make some of the crazy moves that Joe Washington did, not just as a running back, but as a punt returner, man. Like we're we're talking about one of the greatest punt returners of all time wearing number twenty-four for OU. That dude was a freak, man. Oh my gosh, some of those moves. He he might go he he might field a punt, Travis, and work his way 20, 25 yards behind where he actually fielded the punt. But by God, he might go score a touchdown or he's at least gonna get you positive yardage. Right. Yeah, it was it's it, it's fun to watch and I don't know, Tyler. It almost it almost looks cooler like in that old grainy footage because he's moving so quick and precisely and and you think he's going one way he's going the other it almost I mean it almost he almost blends in to the film I I don't know quite know how to describe it but it's really cool um I I think if it were in true HD it it wouldn't look nearly as cool so yeah I think I was I think I was actually the first to retweet that today because I knew once I saw that uh, notification pop up, I'm like, oh, yeah, the people got to see this one. Uh, Cole and KC says, unfortunately, TCU is going to outsize our dudes. Yeah, when they have that a, one is. When they have a 455-pound offensive lineman, TCU is going to outsize everyone this year in college football. Six foot five, well, Florida has that one. Pounds. Florida has that one defensive lineman that's like 450. We, can't, we cannot get TCU and Florida in the same bowl game or else they're just, they're just going to be – a divot wherever those two. It's going to have to at least be a pre-Christmas. You, you can't let those two eat Christmas dinner and then go play a football game after. That's not going to be fair to anyone. Yeah, simply, simply not. Yeah, we can't have that happen. But those are the two largest individuals in the sport that I know of. Uh, five eight zero Natty Light and three a.m. McDoubles was my key to putting on twenty five pounds in college. Yeah, that's same. I can retweet that one. Uh, Brennan Clay days away from football from the four o five. Zane says, can we nickname R. Mason Thomas Treasure Hunter? 
since he goes by R. <laughs> nice dad joke. There, hey, I, I like it. I like it. And, and, you know, I know General won't be uh, practicing with the ones, but he'd be after some booty. Ooh, very nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. You know. Booty booty joke in the first segment uh, of today. We're on fire. It's uh it's it's yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a really good day. Here's a good question from Jim in Arlington. Which position do you guys think has done a 360 for the better the most on the team? So, I I think Jim's asking from last year which position group has done a complete 360 for the better. Um, I think what, what do you think about uh, – can we pair in defensive end and edge rusher? And and not that they were bad a year ago. That's just what immediately came to my mind. Like, Cheetah could potentially fall under that. I think there's a lot of position groups that can fall under that. I just think that they're going to be overall going to be better at rushing the passer. So, let, let, let me just say pass rusher first, Jim. I'll, I'll say that. that. That's immediately what comes to mind. Let me think about that a little bit more, but what immediately comes to mind for you? Like, wh- which position has done a 360 for the better since last season? Oh, man. Um, I know it sounds crazy, but corner, right? Like, when Woody Washington's hurt, like, and you're kind of okay, we put in C.J. Colden, we kind of put him in midseason, and he, you know, ended up leading the team in interceptions, oddly enough. I think he just had those two. But, I mean, we were dealing with secondary issues the whole time, and I think corner we just really struggled with, right? And, like I said, especially once Woody went out. If you have one guy go out, it cannot tank your entire pass defense. And that kind of turns back to you, right, Tyler, is, well, pass rusher, if you're taking pass rusher, you know who creates a lot of sacks? Uh, you know, good coverage, good corners. You know, if they don't have anywhere to go with the ball and you give a guy like R. Mason Thomas or, you know, P.J. or Trace Ford or somebody like that that's really fast, you give them a little bit more time, it's it's night-night for the quarterback. So, uh, yeah, I think corner, personally, for me, like I said, uh, Gentry and Kendall Dolby kind of fighting. Macari Vickers looking good. Josiah Wagner, I like it. Yeah, that second corner spot is going to be a lot of fun to watch uh... – uh, this this training camp. Cole and Casey, you guys think Canick or McKenzie gets more playing time this year? I'm going to guess uh, – I'm going to guess Jaron. I think they both get a, a good amount of playing time this year, especially early on. I'll say Jaron Canick is the uh, other uh, starter at linebacker to start the year. What do you think? Right. It, it might be a hot hand situation, Tyler. It might be a situation where, hey, you know what? One guy's just seeing the field better right now. One guy is better set up for, you know, maybe – Maybe this particular offense has a mobile quarterback or a you know kind of a scat back type that you need a little bit more speed, and then maybe you know they've got some big 220 pound running back that you need to uh, you know rock a couple times or something like that, or maybe a tight end that you need to get real physical with off the line. Like I th- I think it could be hot hand or just matchup heavy, but I, but I don't think it's a situation where it's just one's going to play 90 snaps in a game and one's going to play two. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think Kobe McKenzie's going to be your starter there, but he, by all accounts, had a really good spring. Um, he's he's going to be a factor this year, um, especially with as many snaps as there <laughs> might have to play this year at times. Yeah, McKenzie, McKenzie will get some run for sure. Are, are you getting close for a final uh, season prediction, an official season prediction? You know, I'm, do we need to know, get closer to kickoff? Do we need to hear more scuttlebutt out of camp? Need or are you ready to, to fire in? To- you ready to fire in that 10-2? and two? You know, I know there are a lot of people out there right now doing fantasy drafts. I'm personally doing my 50-team fantasy draft literally right now. It's a slow draft. Uh, each person gets like five hours to pick. Um, but 
I feel the same way as I do about uh, like drafting NFL teams, right? Is wait till the end of camp, wait till the end of preseason. Obviously, college is in preseason, but wait till the last possible moment to where you have the the most information, right? Because like imagine imagine you know like we've saw a a waiver for a transfer you know got denied for for a big time player out in North Carolina. Uh, say you know there's a a running back like you said off the team all of a sudden or or say a quarterback's injured or say you know say austin stogner gets injured in camp and and now i won't say that actually i won't say austin stogner gets okay yeah don't do that uh i'm 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 consistently knocking on wood over here so the none of this is a jinx luckily um but but yeah i mean i'm just i'm gonna wait i'm gonna wait until i have more information tyler there's no there's no reason not to but if you had to pick today 11 and 2, 11 and 1, two most likely options for you. 11, on the table. 11 and 1 if I had to pick today. Yeah, I'm probably. Um, I am uh, trending towards a 10 and 2 selection with a Big 12 title game appearance. Um, but 10 and 2, 11 and 1 would be my uh, two most likely scenarios right now. Just 9 and 3, man. I, I, I just, I, I've said it all offseason long. I can't look at that as a successful year. Um, I, I don't know, man. It just. Such a bad schedule. I, I got to believe that 10-2, and 11-1 are the two most likely options on the table for this team. Especially when uh, the reports so far at training camp have been pretty good. But so, yeah, 10-2, and 11-1 is probably where I'm going to be as we get closer and closer to, to, uh, to kick off. By the way, the, uh, the position group that's improved the most, how about this one from the 405? I believe the, uh, the uh, backup quarterback is probably the, uh, the, the most improved from last year. Yeah, I mean, you won't get a ton of argument, I imagine, uh, from either of us on, or really anybody on these airwaves. Um, yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's a good call. That's a good call. We'll accept that. 405-651-3439 is the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. We'll hit a lot of texts today and also the most exciting road trips for OU in the 2023 season are ranked. We'll tell you what the ranking looks like next right here on The Ref. Join the movement. The Ref Army is growing. Don't miss a second of the Sooner coverage you want with the KREF app, the number one source for Sooner fans. Apache Casino Hotel is bringing back Cash Dash. Earn entries all month long by simply playing your favorite slot machine. Hourly drawings will be held Friday and Saturday nights from 6 p.m. to midnight for $1,000 cash. Make a dash for any unclaimed cash at 12.30 a.m. and you could walk away with $7,000. So make a dash for the cash at Apache Casino Hotel, where you always win the most. See Players Club for full details. A little bit of sweet and a whole lot of heat. Rom's new sweet and spicy Gouda Burger is packed with mouth-watering flavor. We start with a fresh-baked artisan multigrain bun, top it with a sizzling burger patty and bacon, add a little mayo, and then throw on the heat with apple habanero barbecue sauce and jalapenos. Oh, and we can't forget the smoked Gouda cheese melted to perfection. Brahms Sweet and Spicy Gouda Burger, available for a limited time at Brahms. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno is family-owned and operated, and they take pride in providing a no-pressure, friendly sales process with excellent service. Now you can't beat that. 
be sure to check out the lineups for Buick and GMC and get top dollar for your trade. So take a little drive to big savings. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in El Reno, or dorsey-jonesbuickgmc.com. Reliable, fast, affordable. OEC Fiber was founded on the same principles that brought us OEC 85 years ago. We are reinvesting in Oklahoma by bringing high-speed fiber services to your homes, businesses, and schools. Make sure to visit us today at OECFiber.com to get started. OEC Fiber. We're taking internet, phone, and TV services where no one else will. Whether you live in or visit Norman this summer, the City of Norman, NEDC, Visit Norman, and the Norman Chamber of Commerce want to encourage you to eat, shop, stay, and play local. Introducing Rose Rock Habitat for Humanity Restore, your one-stop shop for quality home improvement materials, furniture, and unique treasures. With our ever-changing inventory, you'll discover something new with every visit. Visit roserockhabitat.org for more information. Experience the best brewery in Norman, 405 Brewing Company. Norman's 405 Brewing Company is open five days a week. Enjoy a beer on the Taproom patio or learn a new skill in the Taproom Academy class located north of Rock Creek off of Flood and look for the downtown location opening this fall. Hungry? You won't find a better spot for lunch, dinner, or drinks than on the legendary patio at the Mont. Enjoy the famous chips, queso, and a swirl. Remember, shopping local is better for the environment and the best way to support businesses that make Norman unique. So eat, shop, play, and stay in Norman this summer. Hi, this is Lisa Talley, broker and owner of Aria Real Estate Group. Aria Real Estate Group is Norman's premier full-service commercial and residential real estate brokerage and leasing and management firm. With our team of real estate agents, specialized property managers, and in-house maintenance team, Aria is here for you in every capacity. Whether you're a seller, a buyer, an investor, or a renter, we can help. Please explore our website at ariagroupok.com. Aria Real Estate Group, the gold standard of real estate. For three generations, the John M. Ireland and Son Funeral Home and Chapel in Morris continued to serve the community by giving back to local schools, charitable organizations, and first responders. We provide pre-planning for funerals and cremation services at the most reasonable prices. We are proud to be a family-owned and operated funeral home. Award-winning funeral home year after year, our family believes in serving the people of our community. I'm John Ireland. And I'm Solon Daniels. You've, You've got, got our, our word on it. It is the rush on the ref, Tyler McComas, Travis Davidson, 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. I don't know what you did today, um, but I spent an hour and 15 minutes, I think is how long it was, watching the uh, Johnny Menzel documentary. Um, about what I expected, he was really good at football. He really never watched any film. I mean, he watched zero film when he was in the NFL with the Cleveland Browns. Like, zero minutes of film when he was with the Browns. Uh, really good at football, but liked to party uh, very hard off the field. Uh, a little bit of a D-bag. Called himself a frat boy at the end of the documentary. Nothing was really all that exciting. But, um, man, that had some mental health issues that hopefully he overcomes. But Johnny Manziel grew up a Texas fan and always wanted to play for the Longhorns growing up. 
Texas did not offer him, did not show him really uh, any attention whatsoever. A&M comes in with the full scholarship offer, and, well, the uh, the rest is history. Yeah, uh, it, the documentary, I, I, I started watching it, and then, oddly enough, Twitter basically just gave me the rest of the clips because people couldn't stop tweeting about it. Um, so I kept on seeing clip Accurate. after clip. Obviously, the one that's gone viral the most was his agent at the time being shot. You know, surely he's watched some tape. Nope, 0.0. And obviously, he was dealing with a lot of issues. Now, I'm not sure how many of those were, you know, self-inflicted due to drugs and alcohol. It seems like probably a healthy amount um, or an unhealthy amount, I guess you would use in that in, in, in that case. But he was very gifted. Um, one of his gifts was having Mike Evans downfield constantly. Um, that's always a good gift to have. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he was lazy. He liked to party. He never really took being a quarterback seriously. And w- I'm probably a bit biased, I feel, and I, f- I feel like some of you fans are. I feel a bit biased because what did we hear, Tyler? What did we hear so much uh, leading up to the draft uh, when Baker was oh about Baker to be he's Johnny Manziel 2.0 look at the exactly. look at the actions look at the style of play I mean look at all this yeah all this to say that he's Johnny Manziel 2.0 we just had a text that says like Mayfield uh, Baker Mayfield and Johnny Manziel in, in terms of like how they handled themselves and not that Baker always handled himself 100% the best way but I don't think that there's any comparison between Baker Mayfield and Johnny Manziel. No, I don't think Baker ever went on drug-fueled ragers and never picked up his iPad to watch any film in the NFL or any, anything like that. Like, it's you, – yeah, you can say undersized guy that makes a lot of stuff work off script and had a big ego. Yeah, cool. The difference is Baker has actually won a playoff game in the NFL, and he's still in the NFL – I mean, I think he's going to win that job in Tampa. I think most reasonable people do. Um, but that, but that's the thing, and I think that's why I'm a slight bit biased against Johnny Manziel, even even more so now. Yeah. Is because how how were people who were somewhat educated on on what was going on, even even remotely close to making those comparisons? Even so much. Did you see the clip going around today of Merrill Hodge basically warning everybody that the guy was going to be out of the league in two years? or whoever drafted him in the first round was going to be out of the league in two years. And, you know, good old Skip Bayless says, you couldn't be more wrong. Houston should take Johnny Manziel with the number one overall pick. He's going to be a superstar in this league, blah, blah, blah. Which, of course, you know, Skip is still one of the highest paid guys in TV, and Merrill Hodge got laid off in 2017. But that's the thing, and I think that's what annoys me the most is all the Baker comparisons because Johnny was addicted to drugs, Lazy, didn't want to pick up five million dollar bender. Yeah, and because right. Johnny was able to at A and M, and he was such a great player. But in college football, he was able to get away with essentially just showing up, and he was able Backyard to dominate. Football. Yeah, he was. And, and Cliff Kingsbury, who was his OC yeah, that twenty twelve season, he won the Heisman. Figured out pretty quickly, like you know what, like he's going to go out in a Scooby Doo Halloween outfit the night before the game and have a good time but he's still going to show up the next day and dominate. I'm just going to kind of let him do what he does, and I'm going to use this season as an opportunity for me to get a head coaching job somewhere. And that's exactly what happened that offseason. Like, Cliff was, I'm really not going to mess that much with this kid. I'm just going to let him do what he does, and the rest will take care of itself. He was good enough to do that at A&M, obviously not in the NFL. 
Not exactly. Need a and like like I said, take away Mike Evans and what you know, what does that look like at A and M? Because one of those guys have, has gone on to, and I don't want this to become the conversation, but Mike Evans has gone on to be at minimum, you know, cl- to the Hall of Great or the Hall of Pretty Good. I'm not. I mean, he's not Hall of Fame, but I mean, Mike Evans has been one of the best wide receivers in this league for ten years. Baker so, Mayfield also won a playoff game in Cleveland. That is uh, often omitted from his uh, Cleveland Browns resume. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, and set the rookie touchdown record, and 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 again, won a playoff game with the Browns a team that Johnny had an opportunity to play for and didn't do anything with because he didn't take it seriously. He didn't care. He's lazy. Yeah, there's. I don't think there's really any comparison between the two. But I was on the sidelines for that OU A&M Cotton Bowl game, and i got to say, Johnny Manziel, absolutely one of the best players I've ever seen, one of the best college football players I've ever seen up close and personal with my own eyes. But I also knew that it was going to be a bad night because OU was about to run out of the tunnel and the Sooner Schooner, which doesn't often travel to road games, was actually there at the Cotton Bowl that night. And let's just say the ponies left something out on the field that they have to clean. They had to clean up before OU ran out that night. So that was a that was a pretty good sign. It wasn't going to go OU's way. <laughs> and and of course, you know the text line bringing up the Kansas game. Look, I get it. Baker was not the Jalen Hurts of professionalism and seriousness and maturity and all that, but it's a far cry, like you said, Tyler. Yeah, far cry. If that was the worst thing that Johnny Manziel did, then we'd have to erase a lot of things uh, from what happened to him. I don't know. Probably the arrest for Baker Mayfield in Fayetteville was the worst thing, but yeah, Johnny was. uh, I mean, he admitted he was legitimately addicted to drugs not that long ago, and not addicted to tape, apparently. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Sugar Shane in Newcastle, the only comparison was their ability to turn nothing into something. Uh, 405, could Texas have handled Manziel and Mayfield? And this one from the 580, how many future Heismans did Mac Brown fail to recruit? Well, Johnny Manziel is one. They offered uh, RG3 as a defensive back, correct? Yep. Andrew Luck was from the state of, was Andrew Luck from the state of Texas? Is that right? Andrew Luck, I think, was from the state of Texas, goes to Stanford. At least two, maybe. Well, okay, then obviously uh, Baker Mayfield. So that that would be three that I'm thinking of. Yeah, I was, uh, you know, I wasn't going to try and jump in at all because I was wondering if you were going to read that whole answer in Mac Brown's voice. Yeah, so sorry. I wanted to, I wanted to at least leave it alone just in case it was Well, we up, offered but. RG3 as a defensive back. <laughs> we thought his size and length was great, going to be great in the back end. We didn't see him as a quarterback. Baylor did. Yeah. Perfect. I'll do. I'll do Perfect. better. I'll do hey, better in the future. That's my welcome back to Wednesdays, right? Because now, uh, now, we're, now I'm now I'm on working man Wednesdays for the rest of the season. So, you know that that'll break it in nicely. Five road trips to look forward to this year for OU. Well, I I am uh, not counting the OU Texas game. If you want to count the OU Texas game, fine. Guess what? It's going to be the number one road trip of the year. Okay. If you don't want to count it. At BYU, at Cincinnati, at Kansas, at Oklahoma State, at Tulsa. Here's how I rank the five road trips. You tell me if I'm uh, just terribly wrong or if I'm dead on balls accurate here. BYU, even without the alcohol, is the best road trip this year. At Cincinnati is number two. At KU is three. At Oklahoma State, I guess, is four. And then at Tulsa is number five. What do you think of that list? 
Yeah, they each kind of bring something, you know, don't they? I mean, not 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 anything too big, right? Like none of them are complete ten out of tens, but you know, you can argue each of them up decently high. Like BYU, yeah, certainly really far away. You know, who knows what the weather's going to be? All about no, the scenery for that game. No booze, like you said. I mean, Tyler, even the BYU people were surprised that you said that people were looking forward to it. Yeah. So, I mean. So, but that's, that's, yes, that's my, my top one. Um, and then, yeah, Cincinnati, obviously, because we haven't been right across the Ohio River from New Riff, one of my favorite distilleries. So I'll be definitely taking, taking some back with me. That might be the coolest, uh, Friday night that you have on a road trip this year, right? (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, we'll have to break that down. Like, okay, Friday night's going to be best in this. Look, scenery is going to be best in this, blah, blah, blah. So I think third for me would be, Lawrence, I really like KU's campus a lot. Uh, I have a lot of good memories there uh, with my buddy, my buddy Jay, actually, that went to school at KU and rooted for the Jayhawks. Um, and and it was great because you could go to KU games and then walk down, sit in the student section, and then walk down and basically have the best seats in the house because everybody would leave at halftime to go party. So, um, well, the last time you were there, it was close in the second half, and they basically sent out a tweet or. Said, you know, hey, everybody, inter- get down here. Interrupted all the radios in town. Hey, get down here. You can, you can, you can. Uh, we we got a chance to beat OU here. Come fill up the stadium, please. You can get in for free. That was the last yeah. time OU was there. Exactly. So I, I would put Lawrence at number three. Like I said, I really like their campus. I've always had a lot of fun there, and I think it, it's going to be their homecoming this year. I think it'll be one of our one of our closer games. I think really like Jalen Daniels. We'll see if he stays healthy. But next after that is really the. I mean, how how far has OSU fallen when we're sitting here going, Stillwater or Tulsa, Stillwater or Tulsa? I'm actually going to pick Tulsa as the home game that I'm looking forward to more than Stillwater simply because I I live about, you know – a mile and a half from TU, so two completely uh, different environments <laughs> yes, <laughs> between the Oklahoma exactly. State and uh, Tulsa game. One will be filled with hate if you're walking around an OU T-shirt. The other one, you'll probably you won't be in the minority. Uh, you'll you'll probably be in the majority with uh, with fans that are there for the game. Right, and it's early in the season with TU. You know, you get to see you know the Kevin Wilson you know storyline. I'm looking forward to watching Braylon Presley play. Um, yeah, I think to use I think the, I think to you game is going to be a lot of fun because, knock on wood here, it shouldn't be too stressful. Yeah, that game that game better not be stressful. Uh, from the four hundred five, give up your hate for Oklahoma State. It's the last Bedlam game for new who knows how long. That's got to be the number one road trip. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, it's the last Bedlam game for who knows how long, but it's Stillwater, Oklahoma. Um, Provo, Utah has one of the best backdrops that college football has to offer. We've never had an opportunity to go to Provo before. BYU's number one, and it's really not all that close. I, I mean, it's, it's, right. it's number one for me. I understand right. it's the last Bedlam game, but I, I just I can't in any world put OSU as the, the best road trip this year. Right. If you were to you know, put one on the – on the schedule for 2024 in the non-con, which one would you want to go to, Tyler? You'd want to go to Provo again. Like, you'd want to go to go to fun places to go to. Nobody has ever gone, oh, my gosh, I cannot wait to go to Stillwater. Hey, guess what, guys? You know where we're going for spring break? You know where we're taking the kids? Going up to Stillwater. You know, going to gonna, gonna hang out up there. No, no nobody's 
No, nobody's doing that. K-Dub so. and the 918, there are no good road trips. There are no good road games. There are no good home games, for that matter, which is why we are leaving this conference. Peace sign emoji. Well, yeah, I mean. I didn't say there were any good road trips, so I think BYU could be pretty fun. I don't, I don't think I'm going to Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati could turn, to be, turn out to be fun as well, and Mass Street's awesome in Lawrence. This is, not the, this is not the Lincoln trip from last year, and that's not where my expectations are. I, I don't see a fun Nebraska trip like a, a year ago. We're, we're just ranking what we have here. That's, that's, all, that's the best we can do. The, the text from the 405 must be coming from uh, Stillwater because there's a good chance you get beat in Stillwater this year. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. What did uh, ESPN FPI say yesterday? 70% chance on that one? Yeah, yeah. Good chance. Good chance. I mean, I don't want the, I don't want this to get clipped and come back and haunt me. I don't know about good chance. Is there a chance? Of course. There's a chance you lose every game you play. That's Cole, why they play the game. Cole and KC were heading to Lawrence and Tulsa. Should be an exhilarating experience, LOL. I like Lawrence a lot. Like I think it's an underrated campus. I mean, it's it's beautiful up there on that hill. So and like I said, you can always get good seats because they usually leave early. Yeah, is that going to be the case this year, though? There's more excitement around KU football since when? The the mid nine. Well, since Mangino had Mangino it going. Mangino took him to the Orange Bowl. Yeah, they won the Orange Bowl in 07. So, like, the, they had Todd Reesing coming back in 08. Easily over a decade, the most excitement. And that's got to be, I mean, that's KU's homecoming and their best home game this year. Whatever a packed house at... Uh, at Memorial Stadium looks like up there, that's, that's, what, that's what they'll have. But okay. can you still get a rel- relatively inexpensive ticket to that game? Y- probably. Yeah, and, and who knows? If the game's close, you might just be able to wait around and get it for free. <laughs> that, that's, that's the pro move right there. No, I've seen this one before. You think it's going to be a close game? Let's wait till eight <laughs> minutes left in the third, and they're going to send out a mass message that everyone can get in for free. you got people hiding around trees and buildings just waiting for, <laughs> waiting for it, and then everybody turns to the corner. Man, 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer, Chevrolet text line. Ton of text to get to, more OU football to get to next as well. We'll do all that coming up next right here on The Ref. Talking Sooner football is what we do. This is The Ref. Life is yours to spend. Spend it making more money. Spend it making more memories. Spend it learning a new skill. Spend it teaching an old trick. Spend it career climbing. Spend it mountain climbing. First United Bank. Spend life wisely. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno is family-owned and operated, and they take pride in providing a no-pressure, friendly sales process with excellent service. Now you can't beat that. Be sure to check out the lineups for Buick and GMC and get top dollar for your trade. So take a little drive to big savings. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in El Reno, or dorsey-jonesbuickgmc.com. Rightway Insurance is an independent insurance company, which means they work for you. They can use their network of providers to search for better coverage and a better deal for your life, health, home, or auto insurance policies. With their help, it's easy to find a better insurance solution. Let them help you search for the best coverage for your needs. Give Rightway Insurance a call today, 405-607-6014. That's 405-607-6014 to get better, more affordable home and auto insurance. That's Rightway Insurance, your insurance advisor. 
The Ref Radio Sports Network has the Sooner State covered. Yo, that's crazy. From Norman to Lawton, Clinton, Oklahoma City, Tulsa, and beyond. That's a lot of potatoes. And when you're away, never miss a second with a KREF app. And it's for anywhere and anytime at all. Search KREF in the App Store on your favorite device. All the Sooner coverage you want, when you need it, with the KREF app. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Reliable, fast, affordable. OEC Fiber was founded on the same principles that brought us OEC 85 years ago. We are reinvesting in Oklahoma by bringing high-speed fiber services to your homes, businesses, and schools. Make sure to visit us today at OECFiber.com to get started. OEC Fiber. We're taking internet, phone, and TV services where no one else will. Hi, I'm Tim Lasher from my company, Lasher Home Comfort Systems. We install quality York products. The award-winning York Affinity Series is Energy Star rated and features a money-saving two-stage compressor design. Plus, every Affinity system comes with a 10-year parts and labor warranty and a lifetime warranty on the compressor. Now, you don't need to tell us anybody sent you. Just call the office and ask for me. I own the company. Lasher Home Comfort Systems, 579-3113. Get up to $550 in rebates now on qualified York components at Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Hi, I'm Martha Stewart. Every year, more than 4 million pets enter shelters here in the United States. My friends at American Humane have been helping animals since 1877. The goal is to ensure that pets have a safe shelter, especially during natural disasters. Adopting a shelter pet allows shelters to help more animals awaiting care. Please consider adopting today and take some time to learn more about American Humane's other work at AmericanHumane.org. The spring and summer months are a great time for you and your family to spend quality time together. And right now is the perfect time to join the Trails Golf Club. The Trails Golf Club in Norman offers an 18-hole championship golf course, a swimming pool, numerous fun family events throughout the year, a fully stocked pro shop, and dining at the grill in the clubhouse. There has never been a better time for you to come discover the trails. Call Zane today and learn more at 364-3790 or visit trailsgolf.com. It's the Rush on the Ref, Tyler McComas, Travis Davidson. Don't forget to download our free and official Ref app. Just search KREF in the App Store to listen to our programming. Wherever you're at, worldwide, on the go, KREF in the App Store. From the 580, the idea of Provo is way better than actual Provo, and Salt Lake City is a blank hole. Which, all that could be true. However, it could also be true that it's still the best uh, road trip that OU has this year. The <laughs> idea of Provo, uh, Provo could be better than what it actually is. An SLC could be a blank hole, as you say, and it could still be the best road trip of the season. Exactly. That's the key. We're, you and I aren't painting this as our dream schedule of road trips. We, are, we merely have five pieces of crap, and we are trying to pick up the turds on the clean end and determine which one is the cleanest. Yeah, and just and just be clean to get ready for the Baton Rouge trip, the Oxford trip, and the Auburn trip for next year. Correct. That's where, that's where our focus is mainly at. Boy, that there's so many differences between this coming year and your first year in the SEC. How about that for road trips? The top three this year, what did we just say? At BYU, at Cincinnati, at KU, 
your top three road trips next year at LSU, at Ole Miss, at Auburn. Like, pick any of those three. Good it would be Lord. the most exciting road games you've had in how long? I mean, since maybe the Ohio State. Nebraska was awesome last year, but a Where lot of people had Missouri traveled to Nebraska for you before. on the schedule. Um, at Missouri is below at Tulsa to me. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was gonna say. I was like, well, here's a, this would be a fun thought exercise. Yeah, that's uh, and and we'll see we'll see how uh, Monday goes. You know, it may be it may be even worse. Yeah, no, no, uh, no. Thanks on the most, but you're you're gonna have to be the one that goes to the Missouri trip. I'm just I'm just letting you know. Oh, jeez. We will send we'll send Connor and Pierce. Nine one eight says tailgate news. Yeah, apparently OU could be announcing something very soon on updated uh, tailgate regulations for this coming year. Which is interesting because I, I want people to understand, like it wasn't just. It wasn't just that, like, the university got greedy and they were like, oh, we have the option to let people tailgate on Lindsay and just have fun and have it be a free-for-all and everybody go, you know, stake their claim the night before and sleep over and this, that, and the other. Like, it wasn't that. Like, once it got zoned for residential, like, they needed a third party. Like, they needed it legally for a third party to come and, like, contract it and book it out for special event space. Now, I'm not saying they're not at fault for not thinking of that and realizing that they would be sacrificing tailgating with that decision, but there there are some other things that need to change. It's not exactly just a, you know, wag of the, wag of the ma- magic wand saying, oh, hey, we're done with corporate, everybody just free-for-all it. Because, you know, there's other zoning situations that come into play. It does feel like uh, by the time OU gets into the SEC that tailgating around the stadium will be open more. It'll look better than what it does today. Will it be the ideal situation that everyone wants? I, I, I don't know. I Probably not, but... It feels like they're at least starting to move in the right direction when it comes to tailgating. Maybe maybe opening up a uh, another spot on campus that's public to everyone. Like yeah. they need to do that. They they really need to do that. They need to make tailgating more of a thing, especially if you're going to be an SEC program. So it's it's good that they're moving in that direction. I'm just interested to see what it actually is and if they can even improve on that more in the future. Yeah, I mean where would you rank on campus or, you know, around campus, around the, around the stadium, where would you rank the top three places that you would like to see used for tailgating? It could be completely off the wall. So, where would you like to see? So, I, like, location, right? Is Correct. I, 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 when I tailgate, the very few times that I have ever really gotten the tailgate in my life, if you could see the stadium – I think that that's a huge benefit, right? And and not like sometimes you might be at the duck pond, you can't exactly see to, you know, the the west of you, I guess is what that would be and see the stadium. I would say just south of the stadium, which, you know, right, that's been a that's mm-hmm. been one of the more if not the most popular tailgating areas that we've seen around here. Just south of the stadium would be great. I'll tell you what else would be awesome. And I know that they have a lot of vendors there right now. I think just north of the stadium in that grass area would be really cool as well if you lined up tailgaters there. So just south of the stadium would be one. Just north of the stadium, though there's not a ton of room, would be number two. And then maybe somewhere, man, probably somewhere west of the stadium would be number three for me if they were to open up a – 
open up somewhere uh, on, on campus to where you could tailgate there? Yeah, I, I would honestly – I mean, the north north and south to me make, make the most sense. Uh, for me, they're the coolest. Obviously, being around the Heisman statues or at least just north of the Heisman statues, those are cool. But the – call me crazy, but, God, it would be really cool to do it in South Oval. No, I, I, I'm not going to call you crazy for that at like, all. It would be – I mean, you've got all the grass in the middle. You've got a walkway around it. So you've got plenty of place to put tents. I mean, obviously they've got, you know, the the flower beds and everything there, you know, right now. But I think that would be awesome. It would create kind of a cool almost like tailgating stadium within itself because it's all surrounded by buildings like that. Like I, I, would, I would love for like South Oval to become a really cool place to tailgate. What, what's your uh, prediction on what the, what, what the changes moving forward are going to look like? South Oval Feel- for tailgating? feels like it has to be Lindsay, right? That they've done something to change Lindsay. That's been, that's what everybody. That's been the uh, the wanting. biggest out. That I'll, I'll say this: what, whether that gives you the most room, like that's the most that's the most sentimental area, tailgating area for OU fans, right? You agree with that? Like, oh yeah, I, I feel like if if OU is looking to appease the fan base, like give them something or give them something back that's going to make everyone happy and feel good again. Like that's the that's the area where you could see the biggest win in that regard is getting Lindsey Street back. Yeah, it would it would do the most PR wise. Exactly. Like it, like it it would say we're SEC bound. Like screw what we did. We're making changes that we would not have made had we not gone to the SEC. These are the these are the tangible changes we're willing to make. They could probably do every other strip of grass around the place. They could let people tailgate in in the north end zone before the game, and I don't think people would treat it the same as if you if if you just opened up Lindsay. There's an idea: just tailgate on the field before the game, kick everyone out an hour before kickoff. There's there's your idea. Free for all on the field. I'm sure Jason Fairs would just love that. People tailgating on the field before the game, <laughs> <laughs> having to cl- clean up uh, uh, beer cans everywhere before the yeah. team goes out there for warm ups. Worst nightmare. Uh, from the 303 State of Colorado, location on Campus 1, south of Stadium near the South Oval, to north of the Heisman Park area. So, yeah, there's been tailgating there in the past, what, just north of the Heisman yeah. Park area? Yeah. Yeah, north of the Selman statue right there? Yeah. Yeah, that's usually where I tailgate. Yeah. Well, after pregame, I run by and grab a cold one, cold beverage, and uh, and then roll into the game. So, not full-blown uh not full-blown tailgating. But, yeah, there's there's plenty there. And there's actually – there was a lot there before the Selman statue went there. And I know there's some that are just, what, to the east of that, right? Like, that. There's that's where kind of I think of when I think of modern-day tailgating is, is really that because you're right by the stadium. You think uh, most of the visiting fans will congregate in the tailgating areas or in the uh, campus corner areas? Because we really don't have to worry about visiting fans all that much right now because no one from these small Big 12 fan bases really show up. Um, so you're going to need like more things, like more attractions for more people. Are those people going to be at Campus Corner, the tailgating areas, or all of the above? Campus Corner makes the most sense to me personally because that's where KREF does their pregame shows. So, you know, naturally, mm. that's where they're going to go. Company made. But, 
Yep, yep. So, but but I also think you know a lot of the parking that's done kind of north of there, even that church and things like that. Like, if you're going to be nice and early, and you kind of maybe you don't know everybody, because because that's part of it, right, Tyler? Is when you go to a new place, especially new fan base, maybe you haven't been around that often. You don't know if they're going to be nice. You don't know if they're going to throw stuff at you, whatever. Like, like Campus Corner is a bit more approachable because you're like, hey, I'm just popping into this restaurant, or I'm going to grab a a beer from this beer truck or I'm going to do, you know, whatever, as opposed to if you go just directly in and then try and buddy up to somebody that's got a tailgate might, might be a little bit more intimidating. 405-651-3439 is the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. More of your texts, more OU football next right here on the ref. The word is spreading and the ref army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. Are you in need of purchasing your own health insurance? Are you turning 65 and confused about Medicare? Are you an employer looking at offering benefits to your staff? Call the agents at Allison Insurance. They'll sort through the confusion. They're not captive to just one company, and they'll get the best option for you. Don't get frustrated. Call Allison Insurance at 800-580-5587 or 745-2968. Allison Insurance. They are the experts. You're simply the best. Things are heating up at Riverwind. With over 2,000 of your favorite games. And the final Beats and Bites of the summer. Beat the heat with Gary Allen and enjoy all your favorite food trucks on August 26th. Get your tickets online or at the box office for only $10. Today. Riverwind really is the best place to play. It's the happiest day of her life. Attention all Sooner fans. Don't miss your chance to secure your seats for the 2023 Oklahoma football season today. Season tickets start at $400, and being a season ticket holder is the only way to guarantee the best seats for all six home games. For more information and to purchase tickets, visit Soonersports.com slash commit23. That's Soonersports.com slash commit23. Or contact the OU Athletic Ticket Office by phone at 405-325-2424. Boomer Sooner. Looking for a trusted, locally owned and operated roofing company in Oklahoma? Black Thunder Roofing is a top-rated Home Advisor Elite Service Award winner and recipient of multiple Angie Superior Service Awards. They can do it all. Black Thunder also does free inspections and estimates. Locally operated in Norman and Edmond, Black Thunder Roofing serves OKC's metro area south to Purcell, Noble, Blanchard, as well as Yukon, Mustang, Bethany, and Piedmont. Visit BlackThunderRoofing.com or call 405-473-8028 for your free estimate today. Caring for an aged loved one can be challenging. Let us help your family. At Arbor House Assisted Living and Memory Care in Norman, we offer a safe and loving environment with a full-time licensed nurse, medication assistance, emergency call system, along with housekeeping and laundry services. Come tour our beautiful community. Call 405-292-9200 or visit us online at arborhouseliving.com. We want to help your family so you can be part of ours. We tend not to think about right now, but right now in front of us is victory over cancer. Right now, cancer research funded by the V Foundation is leading to better treatments and saving lives. When you give to the V Foundation, 100% of your donation goes directly to game-changing cancer research. Victory over cancer is there for the taking by you. Donate at V.org because today's cancer research is tomorrow's victory. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. 
Do you like to stand out in a crowd while wearing the best in OU apparel? The Jimmy Austin Pro Shop carries the best brands you can wear to work or even dress up events. Lines such as Lululemon, Travis Matthew, Footjoy, Greg Norman, Grayson, or Turtleson with the OU and Jimmy Austin logo are sure to catch everyone's eye. You don't have to be a golfer to shop at Jimmy Austin. They also do corporate special orders for you and your company. Call them today, 405-325-6716, or visit theougolfclub.com for more information. Reliable, fast, affordable. OEC Fiber was founded on the same principles that brought us OEC 85 years ago. We are reinvesting in Oklahoma by bringing high-speed fiber services to your homes, businesses, and schools. Make sure to visit us today at OECFiber.com to get started. OEC Fiber. We're taking internet, phone, and TV services where no one else will. All right, son. Time to put out this campfire. Dad, we learned about this in school. Oh, did you now? Okay. What's first? Smokey Bear said to. First drown it with a bucket of water, then stir it with a shovel. Wow, you sound just like him. Then he said. If it's still warm, then do it again. Where can I learn all this? It's all on SmokeyBear.com with other wildfire prevention tips, because only you can prevent wildfires. Brought to you by the USDA Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. If you love them enough to listen to them practice the same song on tuba, please be done. Over and over and over and over and over. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're correctly buckled in the back seat. Sounds good, honey. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. Cavens Group, bringing you the sour of the rush. CavensGroup.com, emergency repairs, storm damage. CavensGroup.com, 405-573-3048. Check them out there as well. Okay, CBS has five teams ready to wreak havoc on the college football playoff this year. Five teams, Travis. You hmm. tell me which of these five are uh, most likely, which of the five is least likely. Auburn is on the list. Baylor is on the list. The University of Colorado is on the list. Florida is on the list. And Michigan State is on the list. Wow, what a collection of five Ew. teams to wreak havoc on the college football playoff. There's a chance that like three of those don't even make a bowl game this year. Most likely out of Auburn, Baylor, Colorado, Florida, and Michigan State. Jeez. Not God, a great is, list to choose that is from. That is a motley crew. Um, well, Colorado it would be absolute last. Like, th there's simply no way. We could Unless... have a 68-team playoff, and they're not even going to wreak havoc in that one. Right, right. I'm not, I'm not even sure if we're going to give them away in our gridiron giveaway. I don't know if they even qualify. Um, I, 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 su I suppose Baylor? Maybe that's I, I, I would I would definitely go with Baylor. Yeah, like Baylor because I, I've seen their coach, you know, actually succeed. I like Aranda. Um, you know, the Big 12's kind of wide open. You know, the, the the hype is around Texas, but we all have, you know, talked plenty about that. So I suppose Baylor. They were a New Year's Six game two years ago. I, mean, I just I, can't it's... imagine Graham Mertz with Florida is going to do anything, especially with. 
with Georgia being in the East. Um, golly, that's that's gross. Baylor's I mean, really the only one that I can envision. Auburn's they're the not, only one that that doesn't have ridiculous obstacles in front of Auburn's them. Auburn's not mean, ready. Florida, their recruiting class is really good right now. They're top five, but they're not ready. Michigan State's going to be bad. Uh, Colorado's going to be bad. Like Baylor, most likely. Colorado, least likely to me out of those five to wreak havoc on the college football playoff. And, and the only way that you could say like wreak havoc on the college football playoff might be like a late upset. Like with like maybe that's considered wreaking havoc on the college football playoff is by stinking all year and then beating one of the contenders late in the year. Yeah. That's the only way I could see it. I don't even see that with yeah. <laughs> the four teams outside Baylor, to be honest with you. All right, hour number two of The Rush coming up next. More OU and college football on the other side.